Damn, sis. Wait, what? That happened to you too? Bro, no, he didn't. Women at their finest in their darkest hours. Welcome to the Damn Sis Podcast, hosted by Christina and Christine, two lifetime friends. It's the Damn Sis Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Welcome back. Hope everybody's doing pretty well. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. And it's my fault on why it's been a minute. I wouldn't say it's your fault. I wouldn't even point blame. I mean, life happens. Shit happens. And yeah, Life's been kicking my ass, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. It's been yeah. kicking my ass. And it's teaching me a lesson. A good one. What's because it won't let lesson? go. It won't let go. What's but the biggest lesson you've learned? What lessons I've learned? Yeah. Um, Thus far, like I was saying before about maybe different career paths, mm. um, I thought I had patience, but this is teaching me to have a lot more patience, <laughs> um, i.e. my TV situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, just like, you got patience, all right. Um, you know, realizing that people may, other people may be angry and that technically they're not angry at you. They're just misplacing their anger because you are the easiest because you're the person that's actually there. Close and uh, yeah. you're the only person that can technically take it. And it's not even like their fault that they're angry. They're just angry about a certain situation and it's just placing them in a different mindset, which that's then cool. in turn places you in a different mindset. And also we always like joke and kid about how like, oh, as you get older, you become the parent and then like your, you know, your parents become the child and like, oh, you always, you know, don't be going out the house without telling me and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then like when things like what I'm going through happens and it's like you actually have to like take on being the like, I have to be the responsible one. I need to make sure you get this and this and this done and. I need to make sure that this and this is done and you have to listen to me on certain things and I have to tell you like when to take medicine and all of that other stuff. It's just like your mind is like, it's like blown. It's just like, I mean, I guess it all like circles around eventually in the end. Like, you know, if I had a child eventually, they'll be the same thing, doing the same thing for me. Yeah. And then like as I get older in life and stuff like that, it's just like, I just didn't expect to be doing everything so soon that's all i just I mean, didn't expect to be doing things everything so soon mm-hmm. on my no end. i completely understand yeah. where you're coming from as far as like just we definitely do joke about about parenting our parents um but i believe that it's it's a true a true statement i know my grandmother used to say once a child twice a once a man excuse me once a man tr- twice a child and um yeah i think you might be going through that that's what i'm gonna say that's really what it is yeah mm-hmm. and it's just scary you know you especially when you have to have start having conversations about things that you never just like eventually you knew you would have to have these conversations yeah but i just feel like it's like wow we're really having these conversations and yeah you know you're and not I think like it's weird. 95 years old yeah <laughs> like I think it's weird. I think it happens in our community a whole lot where we tiptoe around death and we tiptoe around being sick and we tiptoe around final arrangements. 
knowing that if you're alive, it's inevitable, you're going to die. Whether it's young, old, middle age. I just, I just, I guess I got very comfortable with these conversations um, because I had the opportunity to work in hospice, but I know that's not everybody's daily, you know? So yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, And, you know, like I said, I'm here for you if you need me. Well, thank you. Yes, let's just say that it's been a difficult month. And that's also a thing that blows my mind is it's only been a month. It's only been a month. It's only been a month. It might feel like two years. It feels like two years. Like my whole, literally, me and my sister's like whole entire life has just like completely. It's night and day. Like, yeah, it looks completely different from like a month ago, which is crazy. It's crazy. Shit like this will definitely shake up your world. Yes. Also, I'm uh, a little sick, so that's why I got the little Tony Braxton raspy voice situation going on. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So we know it's flu season. I am. I am. I do have a cough drop, um, (laughs) and we're gonna try to make it through this episode as much as possible. And I'm trying not to cough in y'all mouth. I mean, in y'all mouth, (laughs) y'all ear. Listen, should be ears. I'm trying not to cough in y'all ear. you ready to jump in? Yes, let's jump in. All right. So what you saying, sis? Okay. So I wanted to um, highlight Jasmine Sullivan. She accepted an award for the Soul Train Awards. And she was just very vulnerable on the stage. And I appreciated her vulnerability. Um, I think it was a great message to... Anybody that has ever felt inadequate or anybody that just wasn't feeling like their best self, her message was what really hit me. I thought it was profound where she basically was saying, you know, despite your insecurities, show up, show up to the things that you committed to. And um, yeah, I just really appreciated her and her transparency and her vulnerability. So I just wanted to shout her out. Uh, for being mindful that she's still human, even though she's a, she's an icon out here, she still is human, and yeah, I appreciated it. And then Sis is having a concert, like Sis is going on tour, and I can't wait for it. Can't wait. Sis is going on tour, and I cannot wait for it either. I have plans for this mm-hmm. tour. Um, I couldn't figure out the pre-sale situation. I have no idea like what happened with that thing. Um, it's I'm not lost. enough information. I'm lost on that website, but yeah, I am looking for tickets. Um, so y'all, y'all keep y'all fingers crossed that I get these. <laughs> um, but I just feel like you know how there's certain people you must see in concert, and like Jasmine. it's just gonna be a memory. Yeah, I feel like me fun. seeing Jasmine Sullivan in concert will be like an ultimate memory. Like, like when I saw Beyonce in concert. Ultimate memory. She's oh, trying to make Jay me Cole jealous. Concert. Ultimate memory. She's making me so jealous. So seeing Jasmine Sullivan, I was literally like, the, you know how they do like the Spotify top twenty. I mean, for your like twenty twenty one wrap up or whatever. Yeah. And your Apple Music, all for Spotify and Apple, it was you listen to Jasmine I gotta, Sullivan. I gotta check mine. Like, I believe it. I believe it. I know like, Brent I is in my wrap up. I, some of these songs on my wrap up, I was like, "Y'all sure that was me that was listening to these songs?" Because <laughs> do you share an account? No, <laughs> no, no. 
Your top 2021. Oh, my. (laughs) This is hilarious. So I am obsessed with um, Mint Condition. The song's so fine. We know why that was. (laughs) That's number one. That's number one. I have to say to that. That is so funny. Um, Jasmine Sullivan is all up and through this thing. Like out of my top five. So okay, I got So Fine by Mint Condition, Show You Off by Brent, On It by Jasmine Sullivan and Ari, uh, Pick Up Your Feelings, and Girl Like Me. That's my top five. You got your top five? Let's see what my top fives was. Um, let's oh let's my see. god, that because my top, you know, y'all, if y'all know, they got new, you know, new iPhones came out, and ever since the new iPhone become came out, my my phone been acting real slow, and I'm like, I know y'all what y'all trying to do, I know what y'all trying to do. Uh, I'm gonna buy the new iPhone, but y'all don't have to make the new the old <laughs> iPhone slow. Okay. Okay, my top two. Um, I mean, my top five. Jasmine Sullivan, pick up your feelings. Wow. I was going through many heartbreak also in 2021. <laughs> so this also makes it very, very much appropriate. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, Lost Ones. That's your second I one? know I play Lost Ones at least 20 times a day. So wow. I, that should really should have probably been number one. <laughs> um, then it has uh, Marco McKenzie, Another Love. I played that 20 times a day as well. I'll send you the song. It's a okay. great song. Like I said, once again, was going through a little mini heartbreak. Um, and then I have Damaged by Her. Can y'all tell I was going through okay. it? Okay. Yeah, you was going through it, baby. Um, and then the last one I have is Good Days by SZA, which okay. was after I got over my heartbreak. So. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um and then still your best by Giveon. Oh my god, I can't believe Giveon is not in my top five. You know how many times I listen to that album. I know. I'm surprised not Brent is in my top five. Y'all know well, I Brent's love me in that my, Brent is number man. two. I was like, y'all know I love me that toxic man. Um, and then I have a little bit of rap and a little bit of country mixed in between. But Jasmine Sullivan was top tier. Yeah, she definitely was. So I definitely believe that. Um, I'm definitely like I said. I'm gonna give y'all an update if I uh am I able to pull off successfully what I'm trying to do. But okay. uh, I'm looking for them tickets. So we'll Okay. See. Um anything else you wanted to highlight? Uh yes, let's talk about our TV shows. Let's wrap the uh first off, me and Christine's favorite TV show besides Insecure is This Is Us. Oh yeah. And Christine just watched the preview because this is their final season. That I don't mean, like that all of our yeah. shows are ending. I ain't gonna lie. I don't um, know what we're gonna do for fall TV. Uh, after this ends, I have no idea. Yeah, because we talked about how fall TV was our favorite season of TV shows and these bitches wanna end. Like all of them are wanna end. Not just one. But it's yeah, like, insecure is ending. This is us is ending. I think is Blackish ain't like my number one show, but I think Blackish is also ending. Blackish is also ending, which I'm pretty sure Grownish is gonna follow right behind it because she in her senior year. How much more can you do? Oh, I fell off on that. I didn't even finish the last season. 
I haven't finished the last season either, but I'm gonna watch it because I think the, the like the, the last season is probably it didn't Coming. say last season, but I'm probably they probably got two more seasons and that's it. Yeah. So this is us is ending. Um, as we know, the mom has Alzheimer's, and or not not oh, is it Alzheimer's or dementia. I mean, same difference. For, I mean, that was probably irresponsible to say, but memory loss. She, yeah, she's going through me- <laughs> <coughs> She's going through memory loss. Um, mm. And she's the whole plot of it is like she wants to try to remember as much as she can while she can because she's afraid of forgetting the small things, which that'd be really it. People like remember big things but it's also the small things too yeah and me and christy about ready we were about ready to cry all just off of the um the damn the trailer. promo so i know we about to be volunteers just all the trailer. you know what i would really like to see a spinoff of though what's that is um what's his character the 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 family guy the one that the one that has the two daughters and he's oh like, um no you don't know no names but the black guy yes yeah I would really like to see like their own spinoff of their own show yeah because I the funny thing is I don't remember his name right now but I know his wife's name is Beth yeah Beth I would like to see Beth I and, love like, their, Beth yeah she's one their of my own favorite actor their own spinoff show. of the or you know what I would like to see is like the adult version of them like when all the kids are grown up. Oh like my god, how they, that would be so nice. Yes, like all the kids are grown up. Like, how are they? Like, you know, and then the the main characters are older now. Yeah, that would be like nice. Because you know how they give like glimpses of like as they're older. Yeah, but, like I would like to see like them older. Yeah, and like their kids kind of doing their thing, or like that would be just nice. in thirties still trying to figure it out, stuff like that. Oh, or they could instead of saying this is us, they could say this is them. Oh, yeah. oh. That is so cute. Oh, okay. you know what? You heard it here first. And if someone steals it, <laughs> run us our check. Run us our check. Run us that money. Run Christine her check because she <laughs> wanna said it. But <laughs> she said it on our podcast. Let, let, so, this, have, let this be for real. Yes. We'll be rich. We we'll be rich. You will be at least you'll be rich. <laughs> okay. I'll hand you some. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That would be really cute. Yeah, this is them. That'd be I'm really saying, cute. If y'all now in two, if y'all another season roll around and Fall TV come back and they talking about this is them, y'all remember this episode. Okay. The damn sis podcast. And what does it come on? CBS? Y'all write them and tell them. Y'all stole that. <laughs> y'all stole that and we know it. Mm-hmm. I want my money. But oh. yeah. I am sad about that. Also, I was really hoping that Nathan and Issa would be able to, you know, pull it together and be that that cute little couple. You know, I love me some Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got to let go of old baby boy and his baby. Um, I <laughs> think you talking about the like, last watch Insecure with us the the other night. Mm-hmm. And you know the scenes where they like kick each other and stuff like that. <laughs> My dad was like, "What kind of hell drugs they on?" Because that's the drugs that means. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, sir, you're 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 missing the whole plot of this. And he was like, "No, they seem like they got they on them good drugs." And I was like, 
once again missing the whole plot of the, the no sir the that ain't that ain't what they own that's that not what they're talking they about right here sir but that's hilarious he was like that <laughs> they is, are not like, good that's real it's like no um, i really appreciate the maturity of insecure like don't get me wrong I I get it. Like some people really wanted to be early insecure where it was, you know, it was on some raunchy shit. Issa wasn't Issa was just in a different place, but I think like if they were still on the same shit years later, it's like where's the growth? It just wouldn't be realistic. I mean, it could have been, but like No, I, I appreciate if I, would've, if I was Issa, I would have done the same thing. I would have just walked away. I appreciate the growth in this. I'm talking yeah. about like just a show in general. Like, I mean, what is she supposed to do in that moment? The, it, it, either way, like if she was to walk up to them, she's gonna walk away looking like, yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, you're talking about a specific scene in the in the episode. I was talking about the show in general. Just well, that too. Yeah, yeah. How mature this season is. Um, but going back to that specific moment, yeah, I mean, what was she supposed to? There's really nothing to do. There's really nothing to say, you know. Um, yeah, he got a whole baby, a whole baby, and you can't. That's one thing you can't get rid of is yeah. a baby. It's, okay, it's, and that baby mama. So, what was she? Yeah, what was she supposed to do in that scene? There was nothing else for her to do except walk away. Yeah. And that is, even as she does love him, unless she's willing to accept that baby in like canola, whatever y'all, what everybody call her canola, oil, everything else. Canola, y'all ain't gonna do her. Um, she can't be a part of that relationship. I now there are speculations that. that that baby is not his. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. I got I got a mean jealous streak. And you know, if you had a baby before me, that's one thing. Um if you have a baby in the midst of what we have going on, I don't know. It ain't nothing against the child, you know what I'm saying? But it's just more of my own insecurities i guess like for me like i have the desire like for whoever i marry i would love to be the first person to have their kids that's just a (laughs) desire for me personally um i completely agree so i don't know how and i'm sure it's happened before how somebody starts this new life with somebody with them having a family with somebody else. And like, that's like super, you know, it's so fresh. Like, this is a newborn. I can't Thank be talking you. about, I love it's you. It's not like you walking into a relationship and you find out about a kid and the kid five or six. That baby is fresh. Yeah. Fresh. And you can't get rid of that. Like, even if the baby was like one and a half, two, three. And, but I knew about the baby. You know what I'm saying? But like, to be dating somebody... For as long as Issa and Lawrence has been dating, and then we take we got a period where we're off, and now you you're having a whole you're starting a new life. Whether you're with this person or not, you are starting a new life with this person. But I don't even like when it's like if you're with this person or not because things like going to the doctor's office or going to you know their their checkups or getting photos, all of that stuff is like it's new family stuff that you That's are what I'm doing. Saying. Regardless of their status, 
they are starting a new life together. Exactly. I don't know if I'm secure within myself to stand alongside that, smiling at them, take pictures. I don't know about that. You know, well, like I said, once I, I said before, thinking back to med school in uh, Derwin, could never do it, okay? Because even in that show, yeah, she was technically the wife and stuff like that. But when it came down to that child's birthday, they're always like, let me get a picture with the parents. Technically, you a step parent. And unless your husband makes that correction of as in like, no, we're these parents. But they didn't do that in that show. And they let Melanie step off to the side. But she's not she the parent. not in the photos. I ain't watching you take no photos with nobody else talking about this is our family. No. Not doing it. You take Derwin or Lawrence, you will be. <laughs> I don't want Lawrence either. I was trying to get Nathan, okay? Yeah. Oh, no. I love me some Lawrence. I love Issa and Lawrence together. Their chemistry is unmatched. Like I love how awkward Issa is just generally, but like it was an easier transition with Lawrence. I feel I feel the awkwardness with Nathan. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that's for our fall TV. That's not going to be here next fall. That's not going to be here next fall, which is so sad. So, so sad. Um, yeah. Um, what else did we have to talk about? Uh, insecure. This is us. I did want to tell you guys about a new show that I'm watching. I'm only two episodes deep in, but it seems like a promising show. Um, It's called Love Life on HBO Max. And the first episode, I related to it almost, it almost made me uncomfortable how much I related. I to watch this. It was so good. It was so spot on for somebody that's like, or somebody that was out here like dating and you know and these frivolous relationships that I were was having it was just spot on um and so that that definitely spiked my interest because of how relatable it was <coughs> i was just like yeah i'm going to keep watching this so that's a that's a good one love life on hbo max okay i'm going to watch that have you watched the sweet life on hbo max since we're talking about hbo max have you the watched sweet the life sweet is life? with the college girls is that that? No. What's that? It's the reality show that's by Issa Rae. Uh-uh. I what couldn't get into it. You couldn't get into it? I think I watched like five minutes of it and I was like, all right, I'm about to, I'm about to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's my go-to-sleep show. You couldn't... Um, it didn't remind you of like Baldwin Hills? I didn't get that deep into it. Into Baldwin Hills? No, into the new. Oh, show. into the show. Oh, okay. Not to say that I won't, but other things spiked my interest. Like I was just like, I'm not in that mood to watch you no know, set up reality show. Reality TV is not my thing. Oh, I love some good reality TV. Oh God, no. good. I would rather a production any day. Like I really don't care enough. I think that's really what it is. Like okay. I really could care I less that. about because ain't nobody seeking into my life. I mean, I don't understand why I'm seeking into yours. It ain't gonna do nothing for me personally. That's how I feel personally. But I get is the guilt. It's a guilty pleasure for many. Yeah, I, I am team mom. This is <clears throat> team mom. This is us does not count, huh? 
I said, "This is us." Does not count as reality TV. No, no, no. I was, I was saying, oh. but like, this is us, and then like the op, the complete opposite is like Teen Mom or something like that. Oh, and yeah. even Chelsea's like, "Why do you watch that?" Like, you ain't no Teen Mom. You was never. You ain't never even had no. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like you watching like the girl. Yeah, I mean, if you like it, you like it. Like when I was younger, I would definitely tune into those things, just kind of trying to understand. But now I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Like. I don't care. I just, I, I just don't. I don't even know how that sound, but I don't. Yeah, I've always, um, when it came to like, what was it, the hills, uh, Laguna Beach, always been, always been a reality fan. Y'all I was never reality a supporter. TV, y'all talking with me because love talk to me because I'm be looking at you like I don't know this person <laughs> from this person. <laughs> Don't that's fine know. we can stick to the fall tv with us that's fine even though it's gonna be gone even though you're gonna have to find gone. new shows it's so it's great. okay it's okay all right you ready to roll in to the top yes of the all right y'all we're gonna do another episode of am i the asshole and um Yippee! i believe a lot of people are so sometimes <laughs> sometimes all right damn sis Um, okay, so I'm going to go first and read mine, and then okay. Christine will follow, and then we'll just go back and forth. Okay, it says, my sister wants to move my date, should I? I'm annoyed, mad, blindsided, and angry. First things first. My future husband and I are not yet officially engaged, but planning for an early spring engagement as he wants to go to a resort and have the perfect ring. We had selected a date, May 14th. We want blue ball. I'm sorry, blue bells, not blue balls. I was say, why he got blue balls already? <laughs> <laughs> we want blue bells, and they're only available April to May for our wedding back in September. I had told my sister, who got engaged in August back then, and she agreed that that was fine. I got diagnosed with a mentrositis around that time and was very overwhelmed with all of it. I threw myself into planning. I have it all nearly planned. My future husband and I attended COVID safe wedding fairs shows and my future husband and with my future's mother-in-law. It was my escape. Where, wait, wait, where where did I go? Where was I go? Where did I go? It was my escape, also living completely alone and suffering from mental illness uh, throughout COVID. And we finally selected a venue before Halloween. At this time, my sister was still unsure of the year she wanted her wedding and leaning towards in February. I contacted the venue hoping to sign a contract for our date in December. They told me they would have pricing by the end of January. Now my sister changes gears to June 25th or July 9th of 2022 on the first anniversary of our COVID conscious celebration. We finally got pricing yesterday, but our date May 14th was gone. So we went to the, we went with Memorial day weekend, May 28th. My sister then tells me it's too close to her wedding. And she feels that my planning has stolen her engagement. She then tries to pressure me to wait until 2023 or choose another month. I reluctantly said that if she finds a florist who can supply them off season, then I would very, I would be very, I would be willing to do it, but I'm very doubtful. 
But I've now realized that the view on the main, one of the main reasons we chose our venue is outdoors and is in Western Washington. It rains in September and October would not work with the smoke severely affecting my other health issues. So am I the asshole for not wanting to change my date? I have questions. Go ahead. The person, the narrator of this, am I the asshole? Is she even engaged yet? Not yet. Okay, you're not engaged. And your sister is. Your sister wants to have her wedding this 2022, right? Of May? Yes. You're not engaged yet. I don't know who plans a whole wedding and not engaged. I understand her saying like she needed a distraction. You got you got sick. This is served as a great distraction. But you and your future husband are not even engaged. Like he's not even your fiance yet, sis. Chill. Yes, you're an asshole. Simply. I agree. I, 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 you think I'm planning a whole wedding and you haven't put a ring on my finger? I'm First like giving up. I understand like, okay, wanting to choose your venue. But, like, if I'm choosing a venue, that means I know the ring is coming within the next month. Hey, I don't want to know the ring's coming. It's supposed to be a surprise. I Two. mean, everybody's not for surprises, and I get that. My I thing that's is, true. you can't... It, I don't think it's fair to her sister that is currently engaged to have to put off anything for her sister that is not even engaged. You know how much time she got between now and Memorial Day weekend where she's only getting engaged. This is only for the engagement. This is not for the wedding. I don't I don't know anybody that needs a venue for an engagement. No, no, no. She said that they want to go to a resort for the engagement. The venue is for her actual wedding. So she wanted to get she wanted to what I heard was she wanted to go to this resort May 14th, right? No. That's when she was supposed to get engaged. No. She says her future husband wants to wait until they have enough money because they would like to go to a resort. She had no date of when they were actually getting engaged. So where did May 14th come from? That's the day that she would like to have her wedding. Oh. It's May 14th. Her sister would like to have her wedding in June or July. She's saying her dates are too close to each other. They are close, but I've I've had people married in a month apart. I mean, that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think I don't know. Ugh, she's not even engaged yet. Thank you. That's my thing. You're not even engaged. Like you are planning your whole wedding. You have found a florist. You have found a florist is expensive. You have found a florist. You found a venue. And the man ain't gave you the ring yet. You're an asshole, sis. Next. <laughs> I just, you know, let's just her wedding. Is she already at least engaged? Like Yeah, I would let my sister have her wedding. And when I get the ring, I will start planning. I understand like some places are booked a year in advance. So set your date, but you, if you get engaged, my thing is if you get engaged between now and but that's the, the thing. new so year. Like this is, she's planning for 2022. So we're in December. So that's what, five, six months away from now. You don't even know when you're going to get engaged. So if the man don't propose until April, y'all turn around and get married the next month. Yeah, no, it's not, it's, it's not that serious. Sis. 
Um, yeah, let your sister have her so wedding. We can agree. She was engaged way before. And she yeah. didn't even kind of steal your venue. She just want to have the dates. Like, like, you're just too close to me. Like, how about you do this next year? How about, I mean, I guess this is like, there ain't no need to wait. I don't plan everything. How you going to task her with finding another floor second? No, you find another floor. She, no. I'm not with that. Okay, so we can agree on the first one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're going to go into mine. Am I the asshole for refusing to apologize to my husband in writing after I canceled all his family invitations to a Christmas celebration at our house? All right. What does TLDR mean? It says TLDR at bottom. Uh, let me see what you're talking about. Uh, y'all know I don't be knowing this stuff. I have no idea, but go okay, ahead. I, I'm gonna figure that when, out. When we get to the bottom, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, so it reads So, to give some context, I, female 32, have been married to my husband, male 39, for four years. I work a full time job while he does a three time while he does a three times a week night shift. We have a two-year-old and I am six months pregnant. This whole drama started days ago. My husband has a large family and on every Christmas, they'd gather at his father's house. My father-in-law passed away a year ago and this year, my husband decided as the man of the family to host Christmas at our house. Unbeknownst to me, he sent out invitations for a five-day Christmas celebration to his entire family, which are about 26 members in total. I found out about I found out about it by accident, and I was t- I was too shocked to react. I confronted him on it, and he said I shouldn't be surprised and just get used to it because after his father's death, he's now the family's head and all major family events will be held in our house and in his presence. I freaked out and said, no, this is wrong. And he should have talked to me first before sending out any invitations to his family, knowing I have other commitments like work and taking care of the house and our son. He said, we'll manage it. Um, if I, no, he said, we'll manage if I took time off work, but that means more workload later. And it, It'd take out, it'd take away from my maternity leave. I demanded he cancel the invitation, but he refused saying over my dead body, then walked out. I ended up sending a mass text to everyone who received an invitation explaining that we will not be hosting the Christmas uh, event this year. He found out and went off on me calling my behavior out, um, outrageously appalling and said that I broke him broke his word to his family and made him look small with no authority. I, in a very strict tone, replied that I didn't sign up to host a celebration and accommodate 26 people while pregnant, taking care of a toddler and working. And I don't care if if he became the head of family after his father's death because it means nothing to me. He took offense to that and walked out almost crying. He later talked about how I disrespected his father and him and him with what I said and demanded a handwritten apology for canceling the event and for 
being insensitive towards him and undermining his authority in front of his family. But I said no apology for me in any form. And the issue is still up, especially with my MIL giving me a stern talk about how, oh, mother-in-law, giving me a stern talk about how out of line I was for disrespecting my husband's decision regarding the holiday celebration with family. Okay, so... TLDR, my husband invited his family without telling me, so I canceled, and he wants a formal apology. Um, ETA, to put this out there, he planned on sitting and telling stories of his dad while I handled everything, and his family believes that, as guests, it's rude to ask them to help. I really want to know what TLDR means. We can look it up, you know. It has to be something like, this is the main point. So what do you think about that? Is she an asshole for canceling it? Not at all. Not at all. Granted, I don't know if I would have just canceled. I would have probably had a conversation. Especially if anything, I would have been looking like, your family can come into town, but tell them to stay somewhere else. And then they can come over for all of the events later on. But the fact that that man does not, A, care about your job, just take off of work. That John, that must mean that you make enough money for me to take off work. So why I'm working in the first place? Um, the, I have so many things. To I say. am pregnant, and I have we have a toddler. So you want just to take off of work to cater to your family, and you don't plan on like officially helping in this situation at all. <laughs> I, I go. It, and then, I mean, granted, I do think she got a little disrespectful with the daddy situation. But I'm not writing you no hand, no apology. Either conversation. What was she disrespectful? How was she disrespectful? Well, I guess where her saying, like, you know, he's no longer, like, he's not the head of the house. I mean, of the family or whatever. If he's the only male and it was his daddy that died, you look like me. I don't give a damn. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass. Um... But no, I don't think you were the asshole at all. If anything, your husband's the ass. And yeah, you might wanna, I mean, you you pregnant and you got a toddler, so I don't know. But you still might want to check into, you know. I have so many comments. First of all, we know how big I am on communication. And if you're going to be married to me, any decisions involving me will be discussed. Or I'm with <laughs> sis, I'm canceling them. Because I didn't agree to host 26 of y'all for five days christina five days why does he why does it have to be five freaking days thank you you want me to take off of work for five days first off i i uh tldr means too long didn't read you can scroll to the bottom and you would have gotten oh, okay. the shorter version down below okay. okay so we're old um girl went right over my goddamn head too but, long too long what too Don't long didn't read, read and okay. you could scroll to the bottom people to get lazy. the version. Damn, people lazy. But five days, five no. days. I'm not doing it for two days. I'm not doing it for one day. You didn't discuss it with me. That's another you wanted, day. Yeah. How are you making plans for our household and you didn't ask me anything? And then you, you want me to host. You want me to be Mary. Uh, you want me to be Mary Poppins, and you didn't ask me to do. You didn't even ask me about nothing. And all you going to do is sit on your ass and tell stories about your dead daddy. Okay. No, that's not what we about to do. No. Because again, I get the short end of the stick. I'm already working longer than you are. 
I I am six months pregnant. For all those women that are pregnant, y'all, I know y'all cussing, okay? And then on top of that, on top of all of that, she has a toddler. A toddler. Taking care. And then his you. ass and only go to work how three much? times a week. A he only go to work three toddler. times a week. No. You should have been saying from the very beginning that your husband takes care of your toddler majority of the time because the man works three times a week. Don't even we ain't even gonna put that on this good sis. We already knew he wanted shit for the way that he handled this. Do y'all situation. know how active a toddler is? Let me tell y'all, I ain't even got no kids. Okay, but I have a brother and that is four. We done been over this um down this line. That boy is so active. I just every day, like the boy wakes up at the crack of dawn. Like literally, that man will that man will wake up at seven a.m. and be like, "Y'all ready to go? Let's get this day started." And me and Chelsea like, we didn't even had coffee yet. Calm down, calm down. It's a, it's a no for me. It's an absolute no for me, sis. Good sis. Maybe you know what? But she tried to have I'm a conversation with him, and it didn't go as planned. You know, because he didn't want to be confronted because he's the the head of the household. He That's didn't also want to very be. misogynist. Like, what do you mean? Like, I made you look weak. You didn't talk to me. Yeah. And then mama, uh, what was it? Mother-in-law? Mother-in-law. Mind your goddamn business. Talking about how it was rude. I didn't, I didn't ask for your two cents. Mother-in-law. And if you're not going to contribute to these five days of events for your big ass Thank family. You. Are you coming into town and you ain't going to help either? You just go, okay, cool. I would be the and most. You can tell that this is not to sound. Uh, I wouldn't even be there. I would. I would check into a hotel. I'm gonna take five days off. Use my good PTO. I'm gonna go give me a massage. I'm gonna go check into a real nice hotel. And you could. You could do whatever you need okay, to do with you and, and your kids. family. You and and a, and and the toddler staying. Your family. Okay. Yeah, and the toddler staying. Let them cook we you could. breakfast in the morning. No. Yeah. How about that? We all know we just lost. Somebody in our family, we lost our dad. Like, okay, we gonna come. How about we all? It be a working effort. How about everybody come together and do this? Not it be on that one lady to provide for all them people. And just because the mother in law used to do that for her husband, don't mean that this lady would want to do that for her son. Thank you. But this mother in law son, like, nah. And that'd be one thing if it's like, okay, I used to do this, and I clearly you know how much it is. Provide help. What you mean? You just gonna be like, uh, it's that rude to been. ask your guests to help. Yeah, First that could have been so differently. Like with the mom, it seemed like she'd been doing this for years. This could have been like a very soft transfer. Like, hey, let me help you with this. Let me Thank show you, you. Let how, me we show you how we this. do things. Like, but no, she was mad because she got a text saying, "Disregard that last <laughs> message." His weekend. What y'all talking about? <laughs> or what he smoked yesterday? But we ain't having y'all. Okay. Y'all ain't having Christmas with us. There ain't no Christmas over here. So no, I don't. I don't think um, she's the asshole. I just don't. I mean, my family every every year used to have like huge Christmas parties, huge Christmas parties. But like everyone would come and help, help decorate, help clean up afterwards, bring food. Like whoever was hosting that year, you hardly did anything because you provided the home for the party. Like. No. Yeah, my mom does a Christmas party every year, 
And I'm not going to say all hands are on deck as far as people outside of the house. But us that live here, definitely all hands are on deck. Um, But she knows, you know, when that time comes and she can't throw no more parties, Christine ass ain't throwing no parties. (laughs) See, that is the thing. A lot of my... I have a one cousin and she likes to throw parties or whatever, but she's also married with kids. She's the only one that's out of us. Makes like sense. older adults that are, I mean, like cousins that are married with children that live mm-hmm. in the same like state that we all used to live in. So she technically throws parties and stuff like that. But like none of us actually throw like, no, unless it's a birthday event. And even then 95% of the time we like meet us at the restaurant mm-hmm. we go into. We not throwing no like parties, but my family used to throw like huge parties for just about any reason. Now that's my mom. Done that. We ain't passed that bar down to us. No. Oh no no no. My mom, my grandmother, my aunt. Like we we like to party. So throwing a party is not the problem, but it's like the expectation is the problem. Like y'all enjoy that. I like going to the parties. I ain't never said I want to be anybody host. Okay. You know why? That's time. That's effort. That's really money. 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 <laughs> money that I don't have. I ain't got the time. I ain't got the energy or the green to provide for 26 people. Unbeknownst to me. Okay, that was rude as hell. That, to send really that invitation is. out to all them people and you didn't even talk to the, the person that was going to be the main host. The main host. Now, I be looking like some of these things ain't meant to get into a fight. No, baby, you need to fight your husband, okay? Pregnant and all. She need to check into a hotel. Yes. Yes. She about to be her third trimester and he give this much And we got a toddler running around. And you don't give that. I feel for this good, sis. (laughs) I feel for her. (laughs) You don't care at all about nothing. She don't. Mm -mm. We got another one. Okay. Am I the asshole for not defending my wife at the dinner table? Mm. My wife, a 27-year-old female, and me, a 36-year-old male, were having Thanksgiving dinner at my parents' house last Thursday. My wife has this weird habit of eating with a teaspoon at all times. With a what? I'm sorry. My wife has a habit, this weird habit of eating with a teaspoon at all times. (laughs) Instead of a regular spoon. So when she and my mom were setting the table, she took a teaspoon out for herself. Anyways, when she was eating with it, my dad pointed it out and pointed it out to her and asked, why on earth are you eating with a tiny spoon? You know, eating in that in eating in with this tiny spoon isn't going to help you lose the extra pounds you have. I saw it as a harmless joke at the time and laughed along with it. So did my wife at the time, but when we were going back home, she seemed annoyed with me. And at first I didn't get why until she told me it was because I let my dad joke about her weight and didn't defend her. She has had some trouble with her weight weight lately, but I didn't think she was going to get angry over the joke. At the time she seemed chill and the, she seemed chilled about the joke and really seemed harmless. If someone joked about me that way, I didn't, I wouldn't take it to heart. Personally, I don't think her reaction was reasonable. And I don't get why she's still annoyed with me for it. 
editors know. Yeah, I get it. I am the asshole. But how is it reasonable for my wife to still be mad at me six days later when I've apologized multiple times? Because you need to call your daddy and you need to let him know the next time you play with my wife's weight in a joke, I'm going to kick your your old ass. How your That's daddy look? That's First of all, like, what? How your daddy look? We know. we. How your daddy look? Because if you, you know, know if so you so confident to joke there's about there's so much trauma in that women's if bodies. You, and like if, wait, what'd you say? I said I want to I want to know how his daddy looked because for you to have so much confidence and to joke about women's bodies, how you look, sir? Yeah, to talk look? about anybody's body, like I I don't even give a shit what his his daddy looked like. My thing is, as her husband, you yourself said that she troubles with her weight. Despite her eating with a tiny spoon or not, if she feels like that is going to contribute to her losing weight or eating less, is none of anybody else's business. Now, if the dad asks the question, you know, um, innocently, like, hey, why are you eating with that small spoon? Like, you know, we got more utensils or something like that different but for him to put that dig on there at the end where it's not gonna help you lose the weight that was intentional and that wasn't funny yeah that is and very traumatizing about my weight with them too but yeah also yeah. is this not y'all first time like is this y'all first time eating together why do they not know that she likes to eat with a tiny spoon i don't know how it how it matters to them She's eating with a tiny spoon. It's not, you ever wonder why people care how somebody else is doing something or why does it matter to you? It's not being done to you. I'm doing it. Like, again, back to that's traumatic. How did you expect for her to respond? Did you want her to stand up and flip the whole goddamn thanks to giving table over? Or did you want her to sit there and, and suppress her feelings at the time to, not make a scene. Yes, I want to say to to ease through the rest of the dinner. Oh, a bitch like me was clearing that table, and I was gonna say fuck you to your daddy, especially if I knew you was being intentional about hurting my feelings. We gonna we gonna do this all night, okay? Dig for dig. Oh, daddy, I was getting in that daddy ass. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. So I'm like. Uh... Tired of being a bigger Clearly, person. She probably laughed just like as in a nervous laugh or like a, yeah. uh, you know, I'm now I'm embarrassed type of situation. Yes. It's, it's traumatic. She was probably actually laughing at the joke. And if you're not laughing at that, I'm like, how did you not catch the cues from your wife, sir? How you ain't your wife? Yeah, like for me, um, you know, a, a lot of people would say that I'm confrontational. And I'll, I'll say, I don't, I don't think I'm confrontation, but I definitely don't avoid it. Okay. If you took God out your thoughts to disrespect me, I'm going to let you know that was cute. And I'm going to disrespect you again. Like I said, I'm about tired of being the bigger person. I'm getting too damn big for this. <laughs> All y'all ass is going to get it, you know? <laughs> and just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her husband didn't know what to say at the time, but I don't could have said, daddy, that's not funny. Yeah, you could have said that was very inappropriate. Um, I'm sorry for for his ill joke. I'm sorry, you know, like you could have said something like that. Something. Yeah, you could have said something in the moment where she, you could have rubbed her knee, even if you ain't have the words. You could have said something because you know that's uncomfortable. Exactly, giving her 
reassure her, gave her, even if it's like you said, a small token or something where it was just like y'all two understood the situation type of thing. You and think, then go talk to your daddy after dinner and be like, hey, that wasn't really nice. Like, yeah, let know. me talk to you. Like, what the fuck is you doing? You want her to kick my ass when I go home? You trying to make my life hell? I got to go home with her. Okay. And the fact that your daddy thought like that was just okay, I'm just like... Too comfortable. Is that how you talk he, to your mama? Is that be the thing. Like, you ever consider, like, when you about to merge families, I would never want anybody to say anything that would trigger my dude. And if they do, a conversation definitely will be had. Yes, most definitely. Most like, definitely. Come on, man. Just because this is the person I plan to spend the rest of my life with. They're gonna be at multiple family events. I don't want I don't need this to become like a little a little you think it's an innocent joke and then so every time you see her eating with a spoon, you think you gotta say something because oh it's just an innocent joke. No. It's not. It's not. Yeah, um, you are an asshole, but your daddy's a bigger asshole. I was like, sure. you came from an asshole. Okay. Okay. Um, mm. Well, okay, we have uh, one more. You ready? All right, let's do it. Am I the asshole? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, where did he go? Okay. Um. No. Wait. Lord. Uh. I tell y'all, my phone has been acting up. Am I the asshole? I hate the Christmas gifts I get from my partner, even though I asked for them. I, a thirty-year-old female, am currently in a fight about this with my partner, a thirty-five-year-old man. We've been together for about four years now, and a version of this conversation seems to happen a couple of times a year. It always happens, and it goes like this. Him, what do you want for Christmas? Me, give specific answers. Him, cool, send me a link. Me, sends a link. Him, you know, I have a old one of these. I could fix it up for you instead. <laughs> me, well, I really like this one because of the color, shape, size, matches with myself. I have the decor already. I've done the research. Now I was thinking of getting it, uh, getting this one. He says... I should mention that we both pay and have good paying jobs and we are child free. So it's not like we're suffering with our money. We split bills and mortgage and have savings. We're not rich, but money has not been an issue for us. We are very fortunate. We can do nice things like eat takeout and go on small vacations every once in a while. Not and eat takeout is nice things. <laughs> <laughs> And we communicate well. He admits and he needs guidance thinking of gift ideas of four people. I usually give in because I don't want to seem wasteful or spoiled. That's the wrong answer, girl. I don't need any gifts from him at all, but he always insists for birthdays and Christmas. So I try to be honest and name something I would actually use that's not too expensive. So it's easy for him. But he always gives me a hand-me-down thrifted imitation brand or Jerry rig version of it. One year, I pointed out a $75 used bike in his shop. He gave me his old bike. He's 6'5", and I'm 5'4". <laughs> Last year, I asked for a hot stone massage at a spa. He gave me some massage oil and a coupon for a massage from him. <laughs> 
how can I say no to that without sounding ungrateful? It was lovely, but it was not really the massage I was looking for. <laughs> so now, just this evening, he asked me again. Me, well, I have been browsing a new tent for camping this summer. A dome one so we don't have to stoop inside as much when we walk in. Him, oh, cool. My dad has a tent he doesn't use anymore. Me, is it the dome tent? Him laughing. No, it's an old army tent. <laughs> me, exploding. Why even ask me what I want if it doesn't matter what I actually want? Sometimes I just want what I want. Him, whoa, you should hear yourself. I want, backs away from with his hands up. I'm sitting in our room alone, feeling like a selfish asshole. While he calls out the duties downstairs, he's always, I mean, while he plays Call of Duty downstairs, he's all he plays that when he's pissed. <laughs> He, he want to shoot her ass. <laughs> okay, but sis, you should really shoot him. Because if I tell a man that I want something, that's like asking me, do you want a watch? And I tell you, yes. I want an Apple Watch. I want, if we really got money, a Rolex. I want, hell, even a fossil watch, a Michael Kors. And you tell me that your granddaddy has a old clock from down the block that he got it from a thrift store and or what if he made you an apple watch you just <laughs> if you work from apple that's great but if you don't work for apple don't make me no apple watch baby that is so funny this is so funny but so sad it's because sad. She, we could clearly say she's not an asshole almost definitely i think at this point the gift given is truly a joke on her husband's behalf I think it's a you running think he's joke. trolling her at this point? Oh, absolutely. I don't Every think so. year, I think men I, are just absolutely... No, I think he's an idiot. I think he's an idiot, but I think <laughs> in order for me to really understand this, I have to just say this is a running joke. And behind closed doors, he is cracking but, up. It was, but he's an, he's an idiot. It was like one thing if, if it was like a running joke and then like you gave me one bad gift every year and I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. But to every year for my birthday, <laughs> first of all, this is the only gift that she gets. She's you only don't give him anything. So he's cheap. You tell me not about <laughs> one gift with, with a coupon for you from you. With some like, I don't even get no stones. Like I asked for. But my thing is, she she's funny because she didn't say how she goes about the holidays. Does she give him exactly what he wants? I'm assuming so. Cause I can only assume that so, would only be the appropriate thing is like if you really want well, a nice gift. Stop doing it, sis. How about you give him a dose of his own medicine? But that might be her love language to get nice gifts and to receive nice gifts. Well, she said she don't need no gifts from him. Yeah, he that's said, but he he keeps he keeps enforcing that they do gifts on on Christmas and birthdays. Now this is funny because I'm not really big on gifts. I really don't care. Um, I mean, like, yeah, a nice thing is a nice thing, but I'm really big on words. So I'm really big on like um, writing really passionate letters and things like that. On that's more me. That's what I do on the holidays, like with my significant other. Give me the gift. I don't really care about the gift thing. Now, if I was big into the gift thing and you ask me what I want and I make it so easy for you, I send you the link. All you got to do is press buy and you don't show up with the right thing. Thank you. That's another thing. She sent him the link. All you got to do is literally put your credit or your debit card in and it's, it'll ship yeah. it to you. I wouldn't even like 
when it's stuff like that, yeah, like I don't know. That's hilarious to me. That is hilarious. Since I feel I bad for funny. you. Don't be sitting in that bedroom alone though, feeling like you the ass because you're not. Because you're not. And he's manipulative. Yes. Um, yes. He, uh, yeah, he's he trying is. to make you feel bad about something that you want, but he asks, is, "What do you want?" And if he's just too blind to actually listen. Every year I would tell him I don't want anything and I would stick to it. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. You know what you do, sis? You tell him, how about we book a vacation? That way you know exactly where you want to go. He could take her down down the street to a motel. No, no, no. No, because she said that they 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 can book small vacations. Maybe she don't want a vacation. It sounds like she could do all this stuff for herself. So let me say this, sis. Like, whatever you do want, you wrap it up for yourself. And you open it after, after, after you, you could tell them just for the hell of it. And then you buy yourself the right gift and you open it up and be like, okay, but that means she buying herself the, like, it's not like she can go trade the gift in that he bought the man buying stuff from his granddad. I wouldn't, I would stop buying him stuff. And put that money back into myself. Okay. And then buy yourself money with all of that. Yes. I feel you. I would not even buy him anything. My, like, like honestly, like if I if this was for real, for real, for real, and like she and he really is just being an idiot, I wouldn't buy him anything. And when he would ask, like, "What do you want?" I'd be like, "I don't want anything. I'm good." I'll be so sarcastic. I got you, baby. I don't need nothing else, okay? Because you ain't gonna piss me off on the holidays. You just not. And for four years, this man has given her not a damn thing she's wanted. That is so sad. But then yeah, I, I would have like, been what were y'all doing be beforehand? Crazy. Like, I understand probably as you got married, like your gifts might have gotten a little bit more extravagant. Well, they didn't really get extravagant. But like, did he not give y'all a gift while y'all was dating? Did y'all not talk this out? This man been cheap. She said <laughs> eating out, takeout is nice stuff. Takeout is like consider takeout to be nice. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're taking, I'm not going to say when my dude takes me out. And put take put put it in parentheses is takeout. No, like going to a nice dinner, going on a date. No, is I not think she means like takeout. ordering Chinese to the house is what they consider like take nice. Yeah. So if you're my thing is this: if you consider that nice, since you're setting yourself up, and I'm not the most materialistic type of person, but Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> A pizza? No, I'm nice. And you really had expected this cheap ass man to buy you what you had said. Like, stop. My thing is, stop playing a part in the charades. Like, let me tell say this. And my aunt has always, my aunt and my mama have always said this. Okay, it is one thing if a man is like frugal with like making sure his bills get paid and everything else like that. But you don't never want to date no cheap man. You don't never want to marry no cheap man because things like this happen where you expect to get certain things or you expect to get a gift or you want to feel special on a certain occasion, like your birthday or your anniversary, and you end up with a tent that his daddy had sitting in the backyard. No. See, my mom had always say, do it for your damn self. I That's did. what my mom, my mom has always said. That too, said. But she also said, don't never marry no cheap man. I, I never even considered like... Any, I've always been the person, last year I really did this. I didn't tell anybody what I wanted for Christmas. I went and I bought 
what I wanted for Christmas for myself. And was I think that was probably my happiest Christmas ever. <laughs> I was so satisfied with everything that I got. And I, I'm doing it again this year. I'm not, well, this year, like, I got a whole different mindset. But I know when it comes down to gift giving, it's not happening for me. Oh, no. I will not be caught up in in the propaganda of Christmas and buying people what they want. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Not doing November 1st, my family sent out their Christmas list to each other. Okay, this is what I would like. My mom had been asking me for a Christmas list for the past three weeks. I finally sent her one, and it had four items on it. And I was like... This is all I got for you. Oh, see, nah, baby, y'all. And y'all grown. Let me tell you something about me. I only buy my nieces something at this point. My mom, because I live with her, and my brother, because I live with him. But these gifts, like this year, we're supposed to go to like a my cousin's 30th birthday. Guess what? My brother's Christmas gift is going to be an outfit for the party. My mom's Christmas gift, I ain't think about it yet. But I promise you're going to be under $50. Well, I, I don't know what I'm going to get my mom yet either. I was thinking yeah, about no, it. Well, one, one thing about it, I ain't stressing about it. I'll tell you that. I, 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 I hate going to the store. The one thing for me is, baby girl is an online shopper. So if she can get it shipped to her, and all she got to do is wrap it up in a nice box, oh, she definitely doing that. Even though shipping yeah. has been sucking at this point, I'm like, if you can guarantee that it's going to get here before the 20th, she going to take it. My thing, oh, I, and you know what? There be people that have these extravagant. I, you know, I'm not even gonna go into it. She's not the asshole. She's not the ass. We're gonna end it with she's not. The no, asshole. she's not the asshole. Uh, well, speaking of Christmas, you just said that you have a list of things that you would like to buy yourself. What is one thing that you would like to buy yourself? I buy myself at least six candles. Oh, like I'm Bath and Body Works sale. Yeah, I'm big on candles. I'm really into perfumes right now. I'll buy myself a really nice perfume. Um, I probably will start buying my books for my next year read. Shit like that. That's what the one thing I asked for this year was an iPad. Um, I had an iPad. I gave it to my mom. So then it was like, well, I would really like a new iPad because I like to read. But the idea of like toting around books and stuff like that is just like. And then having to buy more books. I have nowhere to put the books. So I really wanted the iPad so I can get the Kindle app. So I can download books that way. Or even a Kindle would be nice. But like I would give the iPad so I can do more on it. Uh, on it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I like to smell the book. I like to hold the book. I, I like do, my wine to spill in the goddamn book. I don't have like in my old place I had like a bookshelf so I could put mm-hmm. books on. I don't have that here. So I have no idea where, where I would even put them. I don't even know where all my books are. I think they're in the garage. But I know when I get my place, there will be a wall. My accent wall will be a bookshelf. I do. A on bookshelf. Even in a home, I love to have like a, a library or like a, yeah. I can't wait to do it. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, I have a bunch of books that I really want to read. <clears throat> I didn't even finish my reads for this year, but that's none of y'all business. I didn't finish my reads for this year either. But I'm, I'm, I've finished strong though. I've read. <clears throat> you know what we should do? We should read like nine books. A good reads for the Dances podcast. And we can okay. put books that we you want to read and then books that I want to read. And then people can follow along and read the books while we read them as well. We can get that together. I'm about to be for real on it, though. A lot of self-help books. So if y'all not into self-help, don't even look at my shit. No, it's I, do, be I do love a good self-help book. But I also said I really wanted to get into just like 
just like fiction stories, just, you know, a self-help book is always good, but sometimes you'd be like, I, I'm tired of trying to fix my life. Let me. Well, I do it month to month. So like, I'll, I'll do like one book self-help because it just helps me continue on my path of goals. Yeah. If I don't have a self-help, I'm going to stray away from my goals. That's I'm just irresponsible like that. But so I'll do a novel, a self-help book. Okay. Novel, so we, we can do it like that. So you choose, we'll do 20 books. So you choose five novels. <laughs> you shoot for the stars. And okay. Five self-help books and I'll do five novels and five self-help books. Perfect. I can, I can, I can do that list for you tomorrow. Okay. Sounds good. Well, all right, y'all. We finally it's got an been episode. A great episode. Yay, we even finished an episode. We finally got an episode. Even though I thought like, you were half of it, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of coughing, I told y'all, like, came back my ass. Not only do I have a lot going on, but I also somehow ended up sick, and I just don't understand how. When it rains, it pours. Just remember that. And I'm hoping the water fountain stops soon. <laughs> Where can they find us? You can find us at the Damn Sense Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Christina.Simone on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me, um, Imperfect Teen on Twitter and Imperfect underscore Teen on Instagram. All right, guys. Bye. Rate us down below, y'all. Oh, yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye.